Today we're doing a little bit different with our book review. We're going to be having Tamara from Shelf Addiction on our show, which we are so excited about. You'll hear our nerves and then our excitement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's a real pro at the book talk circle uh, setup. So hopefully we do a good job. Would you like to read these stats for us for this book? Yes, please. So today we're going to be doing The Chalkman. Author is C.J. Tudor. Narrator is Ewan Morton. Publisher is Random House Audio. The audiobook release date was January 9th, 2018. The duration is 9 hours and 50 minutes, so it's a long one. The genre is suspense, fiction and literature, crime, and horror. Ooh. So horror, we don't do very many yes, horrors. we don't. Mm. Creetastic. It is. Why do you, whenever you have a C and an R word, you say it in like the most softest, do I? most it's professional way. Creep. 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 Creep and creme. <laughs> creme. <laughs> creme de la creme. <laughs> so for our summary, which we took from Amazon, we have in 1986, Eddie and his friend are just kids on the verge of adolescence. Is it just his friend? Just one friend? Oh, and his friend. And his friend. <laughs> okay. They spend their days biking around their sleepy little English village and looking for any taste of excitement they can get. The chalk men are their secret code. Little chalkstick figures they leave for each other as messages only they can understand. But... Then a mysterious chalk man leads them right to a dismembered body. Oh and nothing will ever be the same. <sighs> In 2016, Eddie is fully grown and he thinks he's put his past behind him. But then he gets a letter in the mail containing a single chalk figure. When it turns out his other friends got the same messages, they think it could be a prank until one of them turns up dead. We just woke up dead. <gasps> That's when Eddie realizes that saving himself means finally figuring out what really happened all those years ago. Expertly alternating between flashbacks and the present day, The Chalk Man is the very best kind of suspense novel, one where every character is wonderfully fleshed out and compelling, where every mystery has a satisfying payoff, and where the twist will shock even the savviest listener. Mm, that's interesting. That's interesting. That's a part of the summary? That's a part of the summary. They're really kind of boasting themselves, aren't they? That's like, what was that one book that we read? The Sister? Yes. Where it was like, The Sister, the psychological thriller of the year. Get yours now at Amazon.com and Audible. And that was the title. Yeah, that was like, what? That was the title? That was the title. (laughs) (laughs) So let's just see what you, I, and Tamara think. Yes, I am very excited about this. That's the truth. We are going to be... Not holding anything back, so be prepared. It may not be sunshine and rainbows. Sunshine and rainbows all the time up in here. But um, we promise that, as always, it's an honest review, and we have another honest reviewer in our midst. So we are very excited to hear what Tamara thinks. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. So today we are talking about The Chalk Man. And we 
this is a little bit of a different episode because we are uh, joined by Shelf Addiction. Um, so, Tamara, if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself. Absolutely. Hey, everybody. I'm Tamara. And if you don't know, I blog over at shelfaddiction.com. And I also have my own podcast also called Shelf Addiction. And I've been reading books since forever and blogging about them for about seven years. And I've been podcasting for I just hit my two year anniversary ah. um, a little bit ago. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thanks. So I'm happy to be here. I love all kind of fiction, and I'm excited to talk about this book. Yes, mm -hmm. we are too. And we've been planning this for a while now, so the day has arrived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't wait to talk on your podcast about the book that you've chosen too. Like, yes. That's going to be really fun. Yeah, I'm excited about that one because I really liked that author from before, so I, I think everyone will like that combo as well. Definitely. Awesome. And so today we're going to also do a little thing differently we're going to be doing spoilers in this episode yes so feel free to talk about whatever you want to talk about we're letting our audience know ahead of time that this will be a spoiler packed, filled. Yeah, packed. episode <laughs> yes i love spoilers i love them so i'm glad you guys are happy to do it <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so let's just dive in with mm -hmm. uh the chalk man and what we thought about it and We'll uh we'll talk a little bit about the narrator and then we can jump into the content of the book after we chat about Ewan. Mm -hmm. So let's <laughs> let's talk about the performance of Ewan Morton. What did you think about his performance as a narrator? Um, I think he did really well overall. Um, I have to admit, full disclosure, I did fall asleep a couple times, and I hate when that happens, but I did, and I also had to speed up his the narration for him just a little bit yes, yes i completely agree i was actually telling Brittany just a, a minute ago that i was driving home last night from this bachelorette party and we put the audiobook on and i was just like falling asleep mm. it was only like 12 o'clock at midnight too and i was just like oh my gosh this is his voice is just very you know it's easy to fall asleep with yes. and i i too had to turn it up i had to turn the speed up to 2.0 because Mm -hmm. anything lower than that i think I, I liked his voice at 1.5 but i had you know i had to get done the book so i had to, <laughs> I had to yeah. really push through it but at one speed it was like listening to a snail talk yes yes brad you got it that's exactly <laughs> it it's horrible but you know i and i actually i hate when i waste time on audiobooks and because i fell asleep here and there i had to keep going back like well mm -hmm. where, did, where did i leave off and have to go back again so yes mm -hmm. and this is such a difficult book to do that with because there's so many details that yeah. they kind of throw at you mm -hmm. yeah i had i took it up to 1.8 and i still fell asleep at it too but i did not rewind because i was like i do not want to go and re-listen -re to that <laughs> <laughs> So I probably should have, but um, oops. <laughs> oops, we, I don't we did know. it again. You might not have missed anything too important. I... <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, yeah, there was a lot of a lot of details in this. Mm -hmm. And what did you think about his use of voice? He had, you know, some female voices. He had his regular narrating voice. What did you think about that? Um, I thought that he did the women. Well, I mean, you know, he didn't do the falsetto thing that I hate. He just kind of softened his voice and kind of 
it was it was fine i didn't have a problem with it but i could not tell the difference between the different women they all it was just one woman voice exactly and that's what we kind of talked about as well it's just there was no distinction between different female characters Mm -hmm. there were some uh, distinction between the male characters but there weren't a lot and it was kind of he had a male voice and a female voice that he used throughout the book yeah yeah, it was like Eddie's mom voice throughout the entire thing. Even Nikki had Eddie's mom's voice. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, they all, yeah, and you would have thought, like, if anyone would have had a more distinctive voice, I think Chloe should have, because she was kind of edgy yes. and different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. In her 20s. And- yeah, and yeah. she was always described as, like, wearing black, had black nail polish, and then, like, dyed her hair at one point. I was like, okay, girl, you're living your best life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> her best crazy life i guess <laughs> living her best psycho yeah and the creepiest voice hands down was sean cooper oh yes yeah. oh god oh my oh. gosh the the ghost and and he was coming back in the nightmares and he was saying very provocative things oh, yes. that grossed me out so bad so yes. creepy oh my god Ugh. I was like, can we not like i was ready to fast forward through those parts because i was like this is nasty and he was describing like the smell of oh, it. And so, oh, oh, no, no. I just it was threw too much. a little bit in my mouth just now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it was very descriptive and I, I just couldn't handle it. <laughs> I understand. To, like spray some Lysol on that or something. Oh, yes. my gosh, something. I mean, honestly, I felt bad, so bad for Eddie when that first incident happened. And I'm like, oh, man, I know. I knew really quickly what was going to happen. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I was just distraught for him mm-hmm. it was pretty bad mm-hmm. yeah yes i'm mm. so happy that the teacher like barged in and jumped fences was there superhero yeah. <laughs> now this might sound kind of rude but i honestly felt at that moment i was like just bite it off just bite it off he's gonna make right? you exactly. so bite it off yeah like you're crying you're freaking yeah. out like just go for the bite yes. like it's a burger mm-hmm. just imagine <laughs> Five guys, yes. cheeseburger. Like, go for it. It's going to hurt him. Yeah, and he will never do that to anyone again, likely. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, gosh. Oh, dreadful. So I did, at a certain point, I did like some of the emotions that the narrator was able to put in. Um, I'm not sure, like, the full spectrum of, like, the nine hours and 50 minutes. It wasn't, like, too much emotion, but I did kind of, like, respect during that part in particular that he was able to just make it feel so gross. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he made it feel extra gross. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea. Going into this book, I thought it was going to be a, a murder mystery. Mm-hmm. But it was really more so horror fiction. Mm-hmm. And he made me feel, as a narrator, like, kind of scared and, like, looking over my shoulder a little bit. And so really? that fear emotion was there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I didn't get that exactly, but I will say that I did feel it. I did feel it at times, like especially when he was dreaming and then he's like um, sleepwalking and those different parts. I'm like, oh, my goodness. So, yeah, he he did. He did well with like the descriptions that CJ like added into the book. But then at a certain point, it was like, OK, this is too much. Yeah, there was one point at the very I think it was like in the last minute when the when eddie was moving away and he got the letter and he was like the letter the letter and i was like what is he doing right here i felt like he was like seizing and i was like 
can someone check on poor Mr. Morton? Like, what is going on? And I don't know what emotion he was trying to get across there. Right. But it was just really awkward to listen to at that last minute. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I think that whole last five minutes was awkward, but I don't want to jump ahead. <laughs> yes, yes. We don't want to jump ahead. <laughs> So yeah, so do we have any like more add-ons for the narrator that we could that we wanted to touch on? I mean, I can't really like I felt like he was like meh. Meh. Yeah. Like, and he's supposedly he's been doing this a lot. Like he's he's very he's narrated very popular books. And yeah. I was surprised by my reaction towards him. He's Me too. done Dune and a couple other books too. Yeah, I was looking him up the other day because I, I always get curious since this was my first time hearing him. Uh, and when I saw like he had done things like Star Wars and Carry On with Rainbow Rowell and like Halo, some Halo stuff. I'm like, oh, mm. that's different. <laughs> but yeah, I just it is I was very surprised. Different. So did you think that he had a, an interest in the story? Huh, That's a good question maybe yeah <laughs> i mean you know he did his job but i don't think he was vested yeah that's I, where i'm at with yeah. it because i'm thinking like some parts maybe he had more interest in it than a lot of the other parts i don't mm -hmm. i think he was more interested in the nightmare stuff yes and yeah i think to me i felt like he might have been getting a little lost too with the back and forth perspectives of you know, 30 years later, 30 years before. And oh, yeah. I didn't really get that he had, he was very invested. Like you said, Tamara, I, I didn't feel that from him. I think that he was just doing the job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It, it was just unfortunate because had he been like all in the whole story, maybe I would have liked, rated it higher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like he would have, he would have been able to like get us to feel a little bit more in the town this yeah. sleepy little British town. Yes. <laughs> but sometimes there were like Irish voices coming from as well. Well, he's Scottish. I was looking at, I was doing some research and he's a oh. Scottish, uh, of, he's of Scottish descent. So uh, <laughs> maybe he's that's a Scottish. why he had like a little bit of a different sound. Here yeah. yeah. Like it would change and it sounded like some of the, like sometimes Nikki would, she would be like, from the sleepy little English town that they were in, which I can't remember the name of right now. Brett, um, and Anderberry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, and then occasionally when she, he came back to her, she sounded like she was from Ireland or Scott. Yeah, Scott, the mm. Scottish. Mm. I don't know what Scotland. They're Whatever, <laughs> Scotland. There it is. It's it's a little still early for me. <laughs> hmm. So yeah. So. Do we want to start talking about the content of the book? Yes. Which is where we really... <laughs> let's do this. Let's. Are you ready, Tamara? Yeah. Let's do this. Yes, let's do this. So overall, <laughs> what did you think about the story? Um. Okay. I do enjoy a good mystery, thriller, horror, whatever. This kind of seemed... I'm not even sure what category this actually falls in. But I usually can tell what's going to happen. 90% of the time I can tell. And I was halfway there. I was halfway there. So I kind of felt like I, I heard there were all these plot twists and things like that, but they were a little lackluster for me as far as the whole book overall. What mm -hmm. do you guys think? Same. Same. Like I was expecting twist after twist after twist, like the woman in the window. Mm. And it just, 
it, it got there and I was like, okay, I already figured this out like four chapters prior. Mm-hmm. Like it, I, it's been obvious. Yeah. I wanted mm-hmm. so hard to like this book more than I did. Mm-hmm. And you know, all the reviews were positive. I mean, even Stephen King tweeted out, if you like my stuff, you're going to love this. And I think there was just a lot of hype for this book that mm-hmm. for me was it was mediocre. Yeah. Absolutely. And I yeah. didn't I, I I didn't hate it, but I also it wasn't it's not gonna be my favorite book of 2018. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if someone asked me, Hey Tamara, should I read this book? I would say, Well, if you have nothing else better to read, sure. I mean there's nothing wrong with it. It wasn't horrid, but on that other mm-hmm. note, if someone said, give me a recommendation that's a thriller, I would not think of this one. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's 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 where I'm at with it because I was just – like listening to it, I was waiting to fall in love with it the whole entire time. I was like, okay, when is it going to happen? Is it going to be when there's the little tidbits of mystery with the with the reverend? Is it going to be with Chloe? I, I just – I was waiting the entire time and it never came. And then the twist came and I was like, that's not even – I was expecting more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And earlier in the week when I started listening to the book, I tweeted out, I said, you know, I'm really enjoying this so far and it's really great. Yeah. I think the first half of the book did a great job setting it, setting up the just the story and the overall setting. Mm-hmm. However, the back half was just kind of, you know, it 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 floated. It mm-hmm. there wasn't anything concluding, there wasn't anything that was surprising. Mm-hmm. And it was just right. kind of long and drawn out. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to just it want I wanted to end. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, push me in that river. <laughs> yes, please. Send me like Metal Mickey and just push me in that river, please. <laughs> no, not the river. <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think about the connections of the characters? Like how it turned out that, you know, Chloe was actually uh what's her name? Sister and Yeah. You know, I was I was slightly surprised there. That was a nice that kind of piqued my interest. Nikki came in mm-hmm. and was like, "This is my sister." And yeah. um, I I also felt like that scene was really awkward when you know it was written or written kind of weirdly. She was like, they were sitting down, and then all of a sudden, Nikki's like, "Yeah, Chloe's my sister," and then she's trying to help eddie put the pieces together and eddie's like i don't understand how she's your sister and she's like well and nikki's like are you dumb like she there's even yeah. a comment that, that said you know nikki looked at him like he was stupid <laughs> or missing the point point. Yeah. and that's that's awesome that she kind of identified that but as a listener i was like oh my god eddie really how are you yeah. this old and not understanding like <laughs> biology <laughs> Right. And I'm like, well, what, I mean, what are you, some kind of sleuth? I mean, you're doing a poor job. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, he waited until he had the notebook from Chloe. It was like, Chloe was dropping hints throughout the entire book of, like, what was going on. And then eventually she was like, here's the book. Here's the notebook. Mm-hmm. It's everything. It's all laid out for you. You don't have to play Detective Matlock anymore. Like, <laughs> here you go. Like, yeah, just have at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it was weird, though. But I was expecting, like, something else with Nikki. I think they were, it had to do with the tattoo they mentioned. I just thought something else would be there. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was expecting her to be the main villain. Yes, like, I wanted her to be the I, killer. Yes, 
because she mm-hmm. just had that little nod to the reverend and i was like something's going on here they're like working together or something is wrong with her mm-hmm. and she moved mm-hmm. away so suddenly like they didn't really have a friendship anymore yeah i think what i expected was all of the friends to still be friends in the future and to just come back together because there are a lot of similarities to it in mm-hmm. this like i think oh, you were yeah. saying so there's so many similarities to a lot of stephen king books um I mean, we have there was Pet Cemetery sim- similarities. There was It similarities. There was yeah. Stand by Me. Like there was just a lot of different types of like what do they call it when they're trying to um what's that M word? Hmm. They're trying to like show like respect to Stephen homage? King's work. Homage. There we go. Yeah. There's an M in there. <laughs> There's an M in there somewhere. <laughs> Whether it's silent or what. Um, but yeah, there it was like a homage to Stephen King, and which is great. However, if we've seen all of this stuff happen before in other books and that have been turned into movies, it's been played out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just my personal opinion. And mm-hmm. it's great to show homage, but let's be original. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why he recommended it. Oh, yeah, that's true. Like, hey, you exactly. like my stuff. Yeah. Here's the sequels. <laughs> um, I think that, like, that's what I was expecting because there were so many other similarities. I was expecting at least the kids to still be friends in the future in 2016. Mm-hmm. Oh, because, yeah, because I think it's important to note that in this book, for our listeners, there's a 30-year time gap. So they mm-hmm. jump back and forth between 1986 and 2016. Which I think they handled pretty well. Yeah. There was always the, at the beginning of each chapter, what year they were in. Even if we were sticking in the same year, they still reminded us. So I really enjoyed that. Didn't get lost or, you know, time crazied. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Did you notice, let me, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, um, Brittany. Oh, no, you're but fine. did you notice in the time, like when we go back in the past and the narrator would be speaking, like from Eddie's point of view, he would seem like he was speaking as an adult about what happened. And then he'd be like, oh, well, I was 12. So that's, that's yeah. excusable. I th- that kind of just pulled me out of it a little bit when he did that. Yeah. Yeah. Like he would mention all of these adult things and then would would like backtrack and be like, oh, but, but I'm just a kid. I have no idea what I'm talking about. It's like you just dropped like so many like big words mm-hmm. and now you're claiming to be a kid. Yeah. But th- there were a lot of plot holes for me. Yeah. Which make me feel uneasy. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't understand why she had to kill the dog. Oh. Uh, yeah. I am one of those people that I do not like when animals die in books <laughs> and movies, but I'm fine with people mm-hmm. as long as they're not babies or elderly people, mm-hmm. unless they're the reverend. The only thing I liked, <laughs> the only thing I liked about that is I was very upset when the dog died. However, that was a theme throughout the whole book yeah. where they kept returning to it. Yeah. And it wasn't just, oh, the dog died, moving on to the next story yeah. to, to prove nothing. Like, it wasn't all for naught. Yeah. But, like, when you come to the part where it it actually reveals what happened to the dog, it was like, why, why is that even in yeah. there? Like, what? Exactly. Why? Like, the payoff wasn't worth it. Exactly. Yeah, like, okay, if if there was actually somebody that had killed the dog, had poisoned the dog, then fine, that would be that would tie it into the the plot, but it was just some early dementia mom feeding the dog poison. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, it was like th- why maybe 
you know, the author had an intent with that. And then by the time she got to the end, she was like, well, I got to do something with this because that's what it felt like. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it definitely felt like it felt like it was tacked on and there was no real intention. Mm -hmm. I get heated over those types of things. <laughs> <laughs> so what other aspects of the book did you have questions about or just overall didn't like or liked? Well, I mean, I did kind of like how it started with the whole uh what was it affair that was kind of creepy how it started so i feel like it's like you mentioned earlier brad it started in a really good way like i was really all in at the, the beginning and you know kind of being introduced to eddie and learning about how you know weak of a person he is and how he's a little yeah. thief i'm like oh my gosh he's the worst <laughs> so i did kind of like that um, but I also at the same time, I didn't like or dislike him, which kind of threw me a little bit. I, mm -hmm. I like to make a choice. Yes. Yeah. I felt really nothing for Eddie whatsoever. Like I felt more for um, uh, his friend um, Harpo. Harpo? I always Harpo. Harpo. I keep wanting yeah. to call him Harpo because I'm like the Mars brother. But then and no. Also the narration. It's yeah. how he pronounced the name. Yeah. But, but I, I felt more for him and Chloe and all of the secondary characters rather than Eddie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I agree. I I felt more for Nikki, who, in my opinion, was completely underutilized. Yeah. And all of a sudden she comes and saves the day at the end of the book, which I don't understand. But, you know, I understand why she saved the day, but I don't understand why the author didn't utilize her more throughout the book. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I felt more for her than I did the main character. So I yeah, agree with you. Totally. And speaking of Nikki, like why? Okay. So I got from the things that were going on when they were kids that her father, that, you know, pastor was abusing her. So mm -hmm. why? I feel like it wasn't directly addressed ever. It was kind of just in the background. So I think that also lent the fact that us trying to, or maybe the author trying to get us to look a different way as far as who did it. But I don't know. I just kind of don't like that it was just glazed over like that. I wish she would have delved a little bit more into it. Yeah, exactly. yeah, because that would have been interesting because at the beginning we had Eddie's father, like, attacking him, basically, for something that we didn't really understand why he was being attacked at that moment. We didn't know if it was because the dad figured out that he was beating Nikki or the fact that, you know, Eddie's mom ran the abortion clinic and... He was doing the main protesting and stuff. We didn't really understand it, but I thought it could have been great if someone would have been an advocate for Nikki mm -hmm. rather than just kind of like shoving it under the rug. And then it turns into this whole thing where the reverend is bad because he throws bricks through people's windows and he rapes people mm -hmm. and is yeah. doing all that stuff. Ugh. Like there could have been more to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There was a lot of things going on as far as like themes that are controversial you know as far as like the abortion clinic and then the you know pastor doing crazy inappropriate things and you know just mm -hmm. the kids stealing i mean this kid was stealing anything and then the whole uh what was the teacher's name the albino teacher oh god i can mr. only something with an h i can only think of him as chalkman, chalkman. it's Halloran yeah. or yeah um hmm. i can't think of it <laughs> yeah i can't think of it either there was like so many names too. Like, yeah, there was yeah. a lot of names. Think of it was it was like Halloran or something like that. But we, we can just call him Chalkman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Mr. H. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like with all those different things going on, nothing 
nothing it felt to me like just everything was kind of just there I didn't feel that even though it was tied up in a nice little bow sort of it just seemed like there were too many stories many stories that could have been Mm -hmm. looked into that just kind of left me wanting something more than what Mm -hmm. I got yeah I mean Mm -hmm. she has tons of material for novellas yeah like so many things like so many so many so much stuff about this town that i was kind of interested in but it only like touched the tip of the iceberg for me and i wanted to know more like it just and there was so many like violent things that were happening in the town that weren't even related to the reverend like the fact that sean's bike was stolen Mm -hmm. and then pitched in the river which wasn't done by the reverend Mm -hmm. and then there was um the police officer that like attacked the reverend at at sean's funeral Mm -hmm. and there was this town was just riddled with violence yes it was like and sean popping out of the coffin when (laughs) the coffin was accidentally knocked over because of the fight which is which is also another scene that happens in pet cemetery (laughs) just another homage yeah Well, you know, it's funny when I looked this up because, you know, the audiobook was like, what, around nine hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The hardcover published at 280 pages, which is really short. Yes. I mean, maybe they could have put another 100 pages on this thing and really filled the story out. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of shocking that it was 200 and some pages because I think it almost ended up being 10 hours. That's really, really long for yes. that kind of book. I mean, usually... 200 and some pages is six hours seven hours long mm-hmm. yeah and that just says something about the narration of why were you reading so slowly mm-hmm. <laughs> yes his cadence was too slow for what was going yeah, on definitely mm-hmm. so mm. another aspect of the book i that irks me is the chalk man the teacher it was he was a complete red herring yeah and the fact that the the entire book, I'm like, when is this guy going to start killing people? Mm-hmm. When is he going to become come back and and kill? But then when I find out he died, I was like, what is going on? Yeah, like when is he going to reveal that he's the white chalk? Yeah, that the mm-hmm. kids have been seeing the drawings of. Which I don't, I can't remember if that was even resolved. With who was? No, I don't was think that, it was. Like who was drawing? Like even in Eddie's yeah. house that night, he woke up and there was all those chalk drawings in his house. Like yes. did chloe do that or did mm-hmm. i don't know like yeah. who did that who did the ones that were in the church when the reverend was attacked yeah. like just were these all like and they weren't just in eddie's head because the whole town knew about the chalk drawings everyone's getting letters yeah. and yeah mm. that was another thing that wasn't tied up and i <clears throat> also felt <clears throat> sorry i also felt like eddie was almost a red herring as well yeah, I kept wondering if maybe he had did something sleepwalking. I did kind of think that for a millisecond, but mm-hmm. then I'm like, ah, I don't know. Yeah, because he, when he's revealed to be like a little thief and stealing rings off dead girls, mm. it was like, what's the point? Yeah. yeah. Why are you a klepto of dead things? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, that's just one step. Well, you know, he does go one step further with his little, you know. <laughs> Let's steal things, but I'm like, why? What's the point? Yeah, it just didn't make sense. There was a lot of things that just like, you just ask why. What's the point throughout the, the whole entire mm-hmm. thing? Yeah, and the cover. Uh, I know we listened to the audiobook, but you know, you have the cover on the screen. I did not understand the cover. 
I was trying to figure it out. To me, it looked like an octopus with, um, or no, a jellyfish with like people hanging from it. I could not I think figure it, was like it out. A swing. Was it a swing? I think so, like a fair swing. Yeah, it's oh. it's, a, it's a swing for a fair. And that makes sense. Those two people oh, are like holding hands. That makes sense now. And then she is she falling off? Yeah, because there was a, the accident at the swing. I think they might. Oh, just, looks like someone's falling. Yeah. Or, or grabbing for someone. Yeah. But again, why choose that picture? <laughs> I guess because maybe that's the catalyst of like what sets everything yeah. off. But it doesn't really set everything off because that has nothing to do with Mm-mm. what happens to Hannah. And what happens to Alicia? Yeah. Alicia. Well, yeah. well, that Alicia, Alicia is the. I know she's the yeah. one that falls. Like she's the one that gets injured, mm-hmm. but like that literally has nothing to do with it later on because yeah. the Reverend doesn't. Well, without her getting injured, the Chalk Man would have never saved her, and they would have never started dating. And then, so maybe. I don't know. But then Hannah's... I'm just kind of throwing things at the wall like the plot. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like waiting for something to stick. Because like Hannah's the one that ended up getting pregnant. So maybe, oh yeah, I guess Alicia wouldn't have been in the woods in order to be murdered. But then Hannah would have been murdered by the by the Reverend mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of Alicia. I don't know. Which came to that whole mistaken identity theory that Eddie had. Yeah. Yes. And Definitely. then Chloe dying her hair... like. Oh, I don't know. What's the point? Like, was she trying to be like her sister? Why was she dyeing her hair? Right. That was weird. And she was signing her name, Nikki's name, mm-hmm. when visiting her father so that no one would know because I think she was signing Nikki's name because they were like, oh, Nikki's been visiting. Mm-hmm. Eddie's mom said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. So overall, hmm. this book has been a... Mm, <laughs> um, that, that right there mm. kind of just mediocre mediocre experience <laughs> yeah yeah i was so excited about it too because we've too. had it on our list for and it's ages it came out this January. year yeah. it's it's super super popular with the with the reviews but yeah. i just wanted to like it more than i did mm-hmm. i'm with you and it's been a minute since i've read um a thriller that i really really enjoyed and i was hoping this would be the one yeah it wasn't <laughs> <laughs> I guess we just got to save out for uh, Jessica Knoll's uh, favorite sister book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's hope. Let's cross our fingers, yes. guys. I really need this. So <laughs> <laughs> well, so we, were, we were like, okay, we chose this book and it was not the best. Like, great. Yeah. <laughs> Tamara's going to think that we just recommend poopy books. <laughs> I mean, I, we all, you know, we have some winners and we have some losers. It's like you can never really tell until you get into it. That's very true, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it, it was it was fine at the beginning. Yeah. That, Great setup. That fair setup was like, yes, okay, she's missing half of her face. Mm-hmm. Her leg's falling off. I can get behind this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like the gore. Bring it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what were you doing? And this is kind of something that we like to wrap up the episodes with but what were you doing when you listened to the audiobook what kind of activities were you doing well some of the time I listened in the car so I had it on in the car and then sometimes I had it on at work but I ended up turning it off at work because I needed to focus too hard on what this book audiobook was saying so I turned mm-hmm. it off I couldn't do it there and then I'd listen in bed and that's where I proceeded to fall asleep <laughs> over <Yeah>. and over <laughs> again even though I was not tired 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> I just woke up from a whole like eight hours of sleep, yeah. laying in bed, listen to it. And then I fell asleep again. <laughs> yeah. Of which that happened this morning. I finished it this morning and I said, I have an hour left, so I'll just lay in the bed and finish it. And I mm-hmm. dozed off three different times. <laughs> <laughs> So then it's like you had three hours left because you yeah. just kept falling asleep with it. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't say that I was like too excited to pick it back up, like when I would have to pause it or anything and go back into it because I finished it this morning as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and I was like, OK, we need to start this like two weeks ago. Start it. Get it done. No. And that says a lot because like when it's a book I really am into, I will blow through that thing in 24 hours and it's done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like a woman in the window for us, which is one that we just blew through. Have you listened to that yet or read that one? No, I haven't, but it's on my list. Oh my gosh. That one is a Twizzler of twists. It's really good. Yeah. Mm. You know, one that I liked that I read recently that kind of did that for me was The Silent Child by Sarah A. Denzel. Did you guys read that one? I've seen that one. I have not, we have not um, read it or read it yet. And I think that's on our list. Ooh, I love things that have like child in the title. They usually are a good time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was kind of crazy, but it was good. Awesome. We'll have to listen to that one. Yes. Perfect. So here's the big old question that we have at the end of every episode. Would you shelf this book or would you shove this book? Mm. (laughs) Um, Oh, uh, I'd shove it. Okay. (laughs) It's kind of hard when you like bring it down to like that, those two choices, because it's like, Oh gosh, this is gonna sound awful, but yeah, <laughs> it's hard because I—I mean, honestly, like I'm kind of like right, right dead in the center, you know. So, but if I only had those two choices, yeah, bye bye. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like if you have to save room on your shelf for another book that is more powerful, then yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think is I'm yeah. gonna shove it. Yeah, and I plan to shove it as well because this is her debut novel. This is T.J. Tudor's uh, debut novel. And I'm excited to see where she goes next. Oh, my God. Yeah. And to see what other stories that she has in mind. And maybe, it, who knows, in the future, I, her next book might be on my shelf. And yeah. Because I'm shoving the chalk man, I now have room on my shelf for her next work. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting because I didn't, I knew that this was her debut because I had seen it like a while ago, but I didn't. When listening to it, you don't really realize that this is somebody's first novel because it was, Mm -hmm. it was, you know, middle of the road, well done, just, Mm -hmm. right, just didn't like do it for us. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It didn't have any of those newbie author typical things that you see. Mm -hmm. So that was good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. We have to put some positives in here. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining our first book chat. Yeah. And we're so excited to join yours in a couple weeks. Yay. Ooh, ooh. It's going to be fun. It yes. is. I can't wait for that. I can't wait to see how like the professional does it. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. And we've really, ha- we really enjoyed having you on our show. And I hope yeah. that, you know, your listeners can find us and our listeners can find you. And it's yeah. going to be a great it's going to be a great collaboration that we're doing. Yeah. I'm yes, already excited. 
to like do more. Hopefully we get to do this again. Yes. Uh, well, you know, again, post what we do in <laughs> the future. Yeah, I would love to work with you guys. You guys rock. You're so funny. I love it. Oh, thank awesome. you. Yay. And we loved you. You're you're like honest like us and mm-hmm. you don't hold anything back like us. So we are. Yeah, you make us feel comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> My new audiobook besties. Yes. yes. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we'll have a great day and we will chat with you soon. Okay, thank you. Take care, guys. You too. Me too. How'd you enjoy it? Oh my god, I loved it. Oh she my is amazing. She's so much fun. I loved her so much. Like I felt like she was in the room with us. I yes. felt like we were sitting around a table, mm-hmm. just chatting books, kind of you know drinking some wine, just really without wine, without wine, but really enjoying ourselves yeah. in this book club. Yes, feeling. I really like this. I want to do more with Tamara, and we will. Very, very soon. Yes. So if you want to keep up with us, feel free to follow us on Twitter at AudioshelfMe and our Instagram, Audioshelf underscore. Do you want to do that? Why don't you do that part? <laughs> you always I, try I, it. And I always try the audible thing and it just does not I, work when I we met- switch. If you want to keep up with us, follow along on Twitter at AudioshelfMe. Like us on Facebook at Audioshelf. And... Give us a little like on Instagram. We now have an Instagram account where we're hashtag bookstagramming all the things. You can find us at audioshelf underscore podcast. And if you also want to keep up with Tamara at Shelf Addiction. Because why would you not Why would you not? She's amazing. Mm -hmm. Her Twitter account is at Shelf Addiction. Super easy. Tell us how to get them free books. You want to know how to get free books? I do want to know how to get free books. So all you have to do is go to our website at audioshelf.me and click on the Audible affiliate link and you subscribe for a 30-day free trial to get two free books. Yes. So you can get both of the books that we are listening to. Although maybe you won't want the Chalkman, which is totally fine. You can use it for something else. But you can get the Chalkman and then you can get the book that we're going to be listening to with Tamara. And that's called... The Favorite Sister by Jessica Knoll. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about that one. Yeah. I can't wait to start listening to that one. Well, I guess when this comes out, we would have already listened to it. Yeah, because we've sa- we're, we've recorded this. In April. In April. And we're releasing it in June. So are we like time hopping right now? Oh, gosh. We're definitely like in the chalk, man. Yeah. Like move over, like Doctor Who. 2018. Wow. Next chapter. 2018. Wait. Wait. That doesn't. Two months right. later. Yeah. April 2018. <laughs> June 2018. There we go. You got us. Uh, so much has, has passed. So much has gone on. <laughs> Our beards have gotten longer. Mm. Our books, books have, have gotten, gotten reviewed. Reviewed. Listened to. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, we're I done think, here. We're done yeah, here. We're definitely done. <laughs> All right. Have a great day, and we will see you later. Bye. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Super easy. Super. And if you want to get... Your belly growled. Did it? Yeah.
and click on the Audible affiliate. Affiliate. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how little that bias. Stupid. Piece of shit.